Happy Sunday, everyone. It's Melissa. I am the founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry, and today is the last Sunday in February, and there's so many exciting things coming up in March, and I wanted to just pop in because it's been a little bit and um, talk a little about what we're doing off the mat this month and a little bit about what's going on on the mat. So... I guess the most important thing to talk about right now is our word for the next session. So if you're new here, let me explain to you how this goes. Our yoga sessions run anywhere between four to six weeks, just depending on the time of the year it is and what's coming up. I just took a whole week off, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But each yoga session, we focus on a different concept in yoga. It started where I was just, maybe last year, around this time, I was just picking words that I thought were great to focus on. So we focused on love. Well, love is actually a yoga concept, but I wasn't teaching it as a yoga concept. I was teaching it as a way to connect with our heart space, to focus our practice, to think about our world, which is all yoga practices, but I wasn't, I wasn't as directed as I am now. So this session, we are focusing on the word or the concept ahimsa. So ahimsa is one of the yamas in the eight limbs of yoga. And it's a, it's a faceted concept. Ahimsa is the reason that traditionally for thousands of years, yogis have been vegetarians. Because the word first comes to mind for a lot of us as nonviolence. And it's the nonviolence we do out there in the world to others. So we don't eat things that have been killed. In the modern world, there are more and more yogis who are choosing not to be vegetarian. And that is perhaps changing simply because we're all recognizing that eating a vegan vegetarian diet is healthier for the planet, healthier for our bodies. And so more yogis are going back to the concept of nonviolence being around how you eat. But it's so much more than that. So along with nonviolence, and I came to this word first, um, but it does fit into ahimsa. Along with nonviolence is nonjudgment. And specifically, non-judgment towards ourselves. So that's the word we're focusing on this next week or so around ahimsa, is we're focusing on the non-judgmental part. So when we um, do things that maybe we're not so happy about, we have a lot of negative self-talk that goes on, don't you? I do. I think a lot of us, um, you know, I burn butter, which is such not a big deal to burn a tablespoon of butter. I haven't ruined a dish. I haven't done anything. It just means emptying the pan and then starting again, right? But I beat myself up and I'm like, oh, Melissa, how stupid is this? You've been a chef for how long and you're burning butter? That's a stupid mistake to make. That is not only a judgment, but that is violence towards myself. Our brain actually releases the same chemicals when we are berating ourselves or abusing ourselves as when someone else is berating us or abusing us verbally. So this next session, 
We're going to focus on all the different facets of Ahimsa, and this week, or maybe 10 days, we're going to focus specifically on non-judgment. We may actually do non-judgment for a little bit longer. One of the other big concepts of Ahimsa that I want us to focus on this session is the compassion. So you cannot be compassionate towards yourself or others if you are judging them and being violent towards them, right? That like, just, just can't happen in the same breath. So we're going to work on the non-judgment first. I actually introduced this concept to yoga classes last weekend, and then I took off like six days. We're back today with yoga, uh, I'm sorry, free community yoga at Sunrise Project at 6 p.m. in person um, in Lawrence, Kansas. But I did introduce the concept last weekend to everyone and their homework, and I'm going to send this out to you now. The homework is super simple. We're going to take this in baby steps because non-judgment or non-violence, especially towards self, is big work. It's, it's not, we're not going to like get to the end of our session and go, ah, I'm so non-judgmental now. It is big work. It is lifelong work. We're just going to kind of take some baby steps. So this week, I invite you to just notice, be aware of your self-talk. And if you've been in class with me, or even if you've done a check-in with me here on the podcast, you know that I often say something along the lines of, listen to who you are physically. Listen to your body. There is no good or bad. There is no judgment. So judgment isn't just negative, right? Judgment is positive too. There's no good or bad. So there's no like, oh, my knee is feeling so much less pain. That's so awesome. Even though we all say that, and perhaps it's not as damaging as that, like, ah, oh, shit, my knee hurts again. Why is it so stupidly, like, whatever, you know, all the things we say to ourselves. Why am I so stupid that I, I tripped and I hurt my knee? Or, you know, why don't my stupid knee heal? All those things that we say. But honestly, we want to get away from both. We want to get to that place where we go, I am feeling pain in my knee. Period. Not, oh, darn, or oh, good. Just, I'm feeling pain in my knee. Where we can be in that place of just pure, beautiful observation. Growing our awareness, growing who we are and how we experience the world. Because the moment you say, good, this is happening, or bad, that is happening, we are reducing our experience of the world. We just want to experience it as it is without judgment. So that was um, that was one of the reasons I wanted to focus on non-judgment this early in the year so that as we focus on other words this year, as we focus on community, as we focus on seva, as we focus on love, we get to experience it as fully as possible because we're without judgment. I am eager to hear how the word ahimsa and non-judgment sit with you. I invite you to take a moment to just listen to how you're feeling physically right now, how you're feeling emotionally and mentally right now, and maybe even grab your journal real quick and jot some stuff down. Maybe there's a sigh of relief. You're saying to yourself, oh, this is such an issue for me. And I'm really looking forward to spending some time really being present with how much I judge myself. And we'll talk about other kinds of judgment later. But right now it's about self-judgment and, and self-violence towards self. 
maybe you're going, oh, I really don't want to work on this. And whatever your reaction is, don't judge it. Just notice it. Be aware of it. Because you got this. You can do this stuff, whether you're dreading it or whether you're loving it. Like you are so on top of it. Grab your journal, write down your reactions. Because in, I don't know, 10 days, I might ask you again, breathe into this word and notice how it feels to you. Or maybe you could do it on your own, like in four days. So I'm, I'm eager to hear that. Feel free to um, text me, 785-760-5412. Leave a comment. Whether, wherever you're seeing this, if you're seeing it on the Facebook page, uh, I'll probably post at some point on Instagram. I often post, post on Twitter. You can do it as a DM. You guys like to do that a lot. And I love that it's sort of an intimate conversation, like you're directly messaging me or private messaging me. But I also love when other people get to see your comments. And I like it for two reasons. I like it because it encourages other people to comment. And two, I like it when you guys are vulnerable, when you're saying this really struck me, or you're saying this was really hard for me, or yay, I really love this. I love when you open up to our community. And it's all about creating community, right? So the more that we comment and we share, the more community we are creating. So in that vein, I wanted to share with you um, another part of our community creating, building community in the Lawrence, Kansas area at this moment. I think I'm traveling to Chicago very soon. So if you are, are in the Chicago area and you're listening, um, we have opportunity for connecting face to face, whether we just sit down with a cup of tea together or whether we um, do some kind of yoga group together in Chicago, it'll probably be in a few weeks. I'm hoping to push it off till April. Um, it's all about my partner having some doctor's appointments and things and, and just figuring out when we can do that. So the opportunity here is this Sunday. It's the first Sunday of every month. We do a yoga family potluck. And whether you are someone who listens to the podcast exclusively, you come to yoga classes, you follow us on Facebook and enjoy the posts on Facebook, you get the newsletter, I consider you part of the community, no matter what part of it is. You don't have to get on the mat. And if you're a baker, someone who bakes as part of the yoga group um, that donates sweets to Sunrise Project, absolutely, you are part of our community. Um, I know it's all in service in the way that Sunrise Project organizes it, but I consider the bakers all yogis. It's our seva practice. It's how we love others in service. So one o'clock, my house, you have to, if you don't know where I live, you have to text me or email mel at a yogikitchen.com to get my address. Let me know you're coming. And we're going to make this a service Sunday. I'm I'm so excited about this idea. So first Sunday came this idea of, of community on first Sunday comes from um, the Unitarian Universalist Church that we used to be part of in Wichita, Kansas. They do a first Sunday meal. It helps raise money for it's it's a meal that's it wasn't a pure potluck. Uh, every month, maybe five or six different people cooked food for the whole community. And there was like a I don't even remember six bucks, seven dollars suggested donation for the meal and it just it was a really great way of creating community just hanging out a little bit after church as the huge group not just you know sometimes five or ten people go out for coffee or whatever after church but this was hanging out all together and it raised money 
um, for the church. And that's always a good thing. Uh, that, and then, then after that, I started doing, um, when I moved to Lawrence and I owned the yoga studio on Mass Street, we did a monthly potluck in the meditation room. And that was somewhat successful. It, it was, you know, but it was good times and people from all different, that was a, was a holistic life center. And so we had energy workers and we had Tai Chi teachers and students. And so there were lots of different kinds of people that would come. So it was a nice way for everyone to meet each other. Our yoga community now is a little bit different, at least in Lawrence. It's a little bit different where most of you know each other, not every single one of you, but a lot of you know each other. The last three months or so that has shifted when we're doing the free community yoga at Sunrise Project. We're doing yoga, community yoga by donation at ECM on campus. There are some people now that we really want to bring into the fold. And I just wanted to go back to potluck. It just I was excited about doing it. We hadn't done it in so long. And I was thinking about doing it before the pandemic because my partner and I bought this house sort of in the heart of Kansas. And I was so ready to open it up and be like, hey, we are practicing yoga at my house. We are joining a community at my house. And then the pandemic hit. So I'm ready to go back to it. What we're going to do is we're going to do potluck. There's two parts of it that I'm so excited about outside of just gathering together. One of them is that I am really stepping more into my role as a chef, putting my chef hat back on more consistently. And there's a couple of reasons for that I'll get into later. But I've been cooking a lot more at Sunrise Project, and I'm ready to start cooking more like in my home, sharing with the community. And so what I thought will be really fun for me and hopefully fun for you is I am sharing a new recipe. So I will, I, I'm not doing it this week for sure because it's coming up fast. It's Sunday right now and it'll be Sunday soon. Um, but I'm going to make a new dish. I think I'm making, I don't know if I'm making vegetables in garlic sauce or just eggplant and garlic sauce. It's a Chinese dish. I've been wanting to learn how to make this dish for a while. I'm going to make a version for my partner and um, myself tonight and then kind of play with it through the week and be able to share with you guys on Sunday. So when you come to my house, it'll be a new dish that you get to try. I'm making a huge batch. And when we're done, any leftovers that we have from our meal that people want to leave. If you need to take your leftovers home, by all means do. But if you want to make a little bit extra and then leave them, I'm going to box them up. Steve, my partner, and I are going to drive down Mass Street. We're going to look for some of the unhoused people that we kind of keep an eye out for. And then we'll take the rest to Sunrise Project and put it in the front porch pantry. Uh, in the fridge of the front porch pantry at Sunrise. So I love this idea that it's community, but it's also Seva. And we get to eat together. We get to laugh together and have fun together. So that's, I'm, I'm crazy excited about that. Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. Let me know if you're coming. You don't have to RSVP. Um, right now, I know that enough people are coming that we are having this event. I hope that you'll join us. It's, it's going to be so fun. And actually, this Sunday, we may even be outside. We'll see. We'll see what we get cleaned up. No one's cleaned up dog poop in my backyard for a long time. My porch is covered in old chairs and empty planters that, you know, are getting ready to get seeded and potted up. Um, we may not be outside, but, but soon, soon we'll be outside in my backyard. 
So I hope you're going to join us for that, or at least thinking about it. It's the first Sunday of every month. So if you can't do it this Sunday, that's okay. Um, but tell your friends and family and join us. Um, it's going to be a fun time. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I've missed being together all in community. Our schedule of the session is pretty much the same as last session. I'm going to get that out today. If you want to get all this stuff in your inbox, please go to ayogikitchen.com and sign up for the newsletter. You can just shoot me a text or an email if you want to. Give me your email address and let me know who it is, and I can add you to the list manually if you'd rather do it that way or wh whatever works for you. Um, so just really quickly, we're doing regular Saturday morning, Sunday morning classes online on Zoom. So you can be in town or you can be far away and join us. Please share that. If you know people who are far away and want to join us, 8.30 on Saturday mornings and 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. And then we have a new class. So 8.30 p.m. on Monday evenings is restorative. So you're on the West Coast. You can join us for that. And I, I apologize that unless you're an early morning person, so few people on the, the West Coast can join us. But um, 8.30 p.m. on Monday Central Time means you get to join us on the West Coast. So that's restorative yoga. You do not have to have your own anything, your own bolster, your own blocks. You can use beach towels. You can use pillows, cushions off your couch. You can use throw pillows. You can use blankets. There's all kinds of stuff to make um, restorative yoga really accessible. And then our newest class has been a pop-up for a long time. We're going to try it in March and see how it goes. 7 a.m. Thursday mornings for half an hour. 7 to 7.30 is gentle wake-up yoga. It's on our regular schedule now, and I'm so excited um, the other person who comes to this class regularly has committed. We're going to do it for the for the month of March and see how it goes. I am not bringing back Thursday night class, but I am offering that as a consistent pop-up time. Um, I think we'll probably do it all, if there's, what is it, four? I don't know if there's four or five. There's, I can't remember. There's five Thursdays. I know there's five Wednesdays in March. I don't know if there's five Thursdays or not, but um, we're going to do it Thursday evenings, probably six, seven o'clock. And if people consistently want that pop-up, it can go back on the schedule. The only reason I'm offering it as a pop-up and not a regular class is that my Thursdays are so full already. So if there's a Thursday that no one wants it, then I don't have to worry about it. We won't put it up as a pop-up. And that's our schedule. We are keeping it really light because coming up, we're going to do more workshops, more special practice opportunities. It's going to get warm. So if you're in the Lawrence, Kansas area, um, and everything I've been talking about so far is on Zoom. Um, but if, if all those Saturday, Sunday morning, Monday night, Thursday morning, Thursday night, that's all on Zoom. So no matter where you are in the country or in the world, you can join us. And then um, I'm keeping it light because we're also moving into some warmer weather in Lawrence, Kansas, and I'd like to do some pop-ups outdoors. We hadn't done them this last year. We just had so much weird weather last year in 2022. It seemed like every Saturday either would have a Friday or a Saturday of pouring rain so the ground was too drenched, or it just was cold. Or once we got to the warm weather, it was like heat index warnings, like 
all summer long. It would be beautiful like Monday, Tuesday, but then we get to Saturday and it would be 100 degrees. I'm like, nope, I'm not teaching outside in 100 degrees. One, because I want you guys to be safe, but also I have no desire to practice yoga in 100 degree weather. Um, so anyway, I want to keep that that Saturday at 830 so that if you are in the Lawrence, Kansas area, I'm thinking about doing some yoga at my house in my backyard, maybe in my front yard, but probably in my backyard uh, as instead of yoga in the park. We're a pretty consistent group when we practice outdoors and we don't get a lot of strangers and I don't have any problem with having strangers in my backyard, but it just feels like this is something we could do together in my home and feel safe and feel comfortable and we're going to do that. So that's um, what's coming up. That's what's been going on. I'm always forgetting something, but I think that's where we are right now. Remember, we are practicing Ahimsa. Feel free to Google it. Look it up pull out some yoga book you have and um because there's lots of it's a really big concept and there's lots of big writings about ahimsa there's lots of big teachings you can go to i don't know if you guys do this but i go to youtube and i like to listen to um people to give dharma talks my favorite is philip moffat he's my meditation teacher i met him when i was a fairly new yoga teacher and he just resonates with me. So I actually go to his website and I listen to him often, but I haven't done it in a few months, but I used to listen to him really often. And but sometimes I go to YouTube and find other people. I like Padma Chodron also. I think she has something about ahimsa. So don't just listen to me talk about these concepts. Go out there and see what's out there in the world and what people have to say about this wisdom that is our yoga practice. I hope you're having a really lovely weekend. I'm looking forward to getting back on the mat with you guys. I'll see you on Zoom. See you in person. See you at the potluck table. Namaste.